Good evening, and welcome to the Father's Heart Ministries podcast ministry. This week's message is on why God wants us to pray and trust Him. This week's message is a three-part series. So next week I will, next week I will be giving you the second half of this. And the final week, I will give you the third and final part series, part series of this, of why God wants us to pray and trust Him. The first scripture we're going to look into is Proverbs 3, 5. It said, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. So in Proverbs, 30, Proverbs 3, 5 tells us that we got to we have to be able to be in a position to trust God with our heart. We are not some with our heart, of our heart, but with all our heart. And he said, and do not lean on your own understanding. Do not lean on what you think you know, but lean on what he knows. And what he knows is what is part, what is, will be part of his will, not our will, but let it be His will be done in our life. So we got to, when we go into prayer, we got to be able, not just going by, going prayer by faith, but we got to be able to be in a position to trust God with all our hearts. Because He knows the things that's on our hearts, and therefore we must be in a position and be in a place to be able to trust Him with our situation, with our circumstance, and with our life. Proverbs 46.10 says, Be still, I know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be, exalt I will be exalted in the earth. Proverbs in Psalms 46.10, it says, Be still, which means, we cannot move. We got to be still and wait on God. He said, be still and know that I am God. God wants us to know that He is God. That when, because when we're in prayer, when we have to, and we trust in God, we got to know that He is God. He, let Him be the Lord over our situation, over our circumstance, over our problems. When we go in prayer, we must go in faith, trust Him, trust Him with our whole heart, don't lean on our own understanding, but He also wants us to know that He is God. We are not God, but He is God. And He wants us to be still. It said that I will be exalted among the nation, that which means He will be exalted among all the nations. Not some of the nations, but all the nations. And it said that I will be exalted in the earth. So not just he will be exalted, not just in among the nations, but he will be also exalted upon in the earth. Psalms 28, 7 says, that the Lord is my strength and my shield. In Him my heart trusts, and I am helped. 
my heart exalts, and with my song I give thanks to him. Now, Psalms 28.7, it says, The Lord is my strength. We got to know that God is our strength. It's also said, in the next part said, and my shield. So we also got to know that he is our strength and he is our shield. God is our strength. And that's why he wants us to trust him because he is our strength and he will help us to get to point A and to point B. He will help us to and show us where we must go. The Lord is our strength and our shield. And in, in him, my heart would trust. See, when we know that God is our strength and he is our shield, we will also know that he's in our heart. And when he's in our heart, we know that we can trust him. And it said, and I am helped. So he, he is our helper. It said that my heart exalts. And with my song, I will give thanks to him. So when we go into praise, when we go into worship, we know that we can be thankful. We can be grateful. We can be appreciated. We know that God is for us. And if God's for us, who can be against us? Now in Proverbs 6, 25, it says, Therefore, I will tell you, do not be ex ex anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about know about your body and what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? So Proverbs, so Matthew 6, 25, saying that even though there, there I will, I tell you, so he's telling us, he's, so God is telling us to, we must not have anxious. We're not sure being, we shouldn't be anxious about life. Or what we're going to eat. What we're going to drink. See, God knows the things we need. And that's why when he wants us to go in prayer. And when we go in prayer, we must go in prayer with faith. We got to go in prayer and trust him. That he will work for our good. That God will, what God said that he will do, that he will do for us. So, don't worry where you're going to eat. Don't worry where you're going to drink. Don't worry about your body or what you will put on, which means clothes. Is not life more than the food that we eat and the body more than clothes that we wear? What's more important, eating, drinking, knowing that we have clothes on our bodies or knowing that God knows the things that we need and God wants us to go in prayer and trust him with the things that burden us, that is troubling us, that's giving us anxiety, that's giving us anxious thoughts, that is keeping us up at night, giving us insomnia. God wants us to trust him. We got to be able to be in a place and a position to trust him with our life and everything that is in our life, things that that bind us and troubling us, wearing us, we gotta learn to give it to God. Not to keep it to ourselves and let it bother us, but to give it to Him. To Him alone. Psalms 9:10 says, And those who know your name 
will put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. So God wants us to seek him. He wants us to seek his face. That's where prayer comes in. When we pray, we are seeking his face. That's what prayer is. Prayer is where we, we open our mouths and we speak. And we declare and we speak and we talk to our Heavenly Father. Letting him, giving our requests be known unto him. Because even though he knows what we need, he knows what's on our minds and our hearts. He wants us to trust him enough to let him take care of it for us. So it says in Psalms 9:10, and those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. So God is not going to forsake you and I because we seek in his face on the things that that we need. God knows our wants and he knows our needs. And we got to be able to be in position and be in a place to trust him and allow him to be the Lord of our life. Because that's how God wants to be a part of our life. He wants to be a part of the things he wants us to want to be a part of, of every, the things that is in us. You know, because he's created us. He knows the numbers on your, the, upon your head. He knows the, the numbers as in your teeth, in your mouth. So God knows your thoughts. He knows your ways. He knows everything about you and I. Hebrews 13, 8, it says, is this, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So you see, Jesus, just as Jesus has healed the woman of Israel's blood, has raised Lazarus from the dead, and have done many other miracles in the Bible, God can do the same for you. So, but now you got also got to remember, like, like Hebrews 3, 13, 8 says, that we got to know that God is the same God, both yesterday, today, and forevermore. Just like God was there for Daniel in the lion's den, for King David, uh, and when he slayed the, the Goliath, the giants, and many other things he did in his days and within his life, just as God has has done for Meshach, Shemach, and Abednego in that fire, God can do it for you and I. But we got to be able to trust him. Trust, trust him enough that we know that just like he did it for them back then, he can do it for us in our days. Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. I'm going to read it again. Romans 15, 13. It says, May the God of hope. So God is hope. And he is you and I hope. 
fill you with all joy. So God's hope will fill you and I all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So when you're in prayer, when you're in prayer and you trust in God, believe what his word says. Believe what God said that he, that he has spoken to you about. Because God, what God said that he spoken to you about that he would do, guess what? He's going to do it for you. But just trust him. Trust him with your life. If you don't trust anybody, especially if you don't trust your own self either, you know you can trust God with your life. You can know you can trust your Heavenly Father for your life. Because He has created you. He created you and I. He brought us into this world. Even though we are in this world, we're not, we're not of it. But God has brought us into his kingdom for such a time as this. So may the God of hope fill you and I with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I have a question for you. The question is, what is prayer? Prayer means a solemn request for, for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. And it also means a religious service, especially a regular one at which people gather in order to pray together. Is an earnest hope or wish. That is what prayer means. Prayer means is a solemn request for help or express of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. And it also means a religious service, especially a regular one, at which people gather in order to pray together. It's an earnest hope or wish. So that's what prayer means. If you ever wonder what prayer means, that's what prayer means. Now the next couple of scriptures is going to be on prayer. So that, those scriptures was about trust and trusting God. So now we're going to look into some scriptures that talk about prayer. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So God don't want us to be anxious about anything. He wants us to always in, be in prayer and supplication. He wants us to be thankful be graceful and thankful. So he wants us to be thankful always. It said, let your requests made known to God. So whatever request that you have, 
give it to God. Go and pray and give it to him and trust him that what he said that he would do for you and what he will do with that situation, that circumstance, that he would do it specifically for you because you are his and he is yours. Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. So in Mark eleven twenty four, it's telling us to whatever we go in prayer and ask God, we must believe that He have re- that we already have received it, and while. We believe that we have already received it. It is will be ours. That same thing that we believe in God for, just know that it's ours because we trusted God. We put our faith in Him. We allow Him to be Lord over our situation, be Lord over our life because remember, no matter what you're going through, He hears about you if you trust Him. Remember, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Trust God with your situation. Trust God with your life. Trust God with your circumstance and the things that you're going through and you're facing in your life. Trust God with, your, with those thoughts of anxious thoughts. Trust God with your depression. Trust God with your anxiety. Trust God with your, with, with your mental health. Trust God with your life. Trust God with your marriage. Trust God with your, with your relationships. Trust God with the things that you, that, care, that you care about. Let trust God and let God be the Lord over your life. Let him be Lord over your situation. Don't let fear get to you. Have faith and trust and believe that what God said that he would do for you, he would do it specifically for you. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit help us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we are. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So once we also we got to know that God is praying for us. He's interceding in our behalf. That's why he knows what we, we want. He knows what we need. That's why he wants us to go and pray and trust him. Rely on him. Likewise, the Spirit, which means the Holy Spirit, will help us in our weakness. So whatever area that's in your life that you are weakened, God will be your strength. Likewise, the Spirit, as in the Holy Spirit, will help us, you and I, in our weakness. It said, for we do not know what to pray. So even though you don't know what to actually pray about, just know, God, just know this. For as we are, but the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit Himself, He will intercede for you and I. He will groan. As you know, groan means in tears, crying, weeping in our behalf, too deep for words. 
So you don't always have to have words to speak. God knows your heart. God knows the prayers of your heart. But we got to be able to be in a position to trust Him. Rely on Him. And know that what He said He would do for us, He would truly do it for you and I. Don't let fear get in the way of your faith in trusting your Savior. You let that fear know that no, you're not going to back down. And you're not going to let that fear get in your way of, of you trusting your Savior, of you walking by faith and not by sight, nor by power, but by His Spirit, that we will trust and obey what His Word says that we can do. Last and final scripture we're looking into is Luke 11, 9. And Luke eleven nine says, And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. So you see why it's important to pray? Why it's important to trust your Savior? Because He knows, He cares, and He understands. When you pray, keep praying. Keep going in prayer and seeking his face about that situation, about that circumstance, about that trials and tribulation, whatever that you're going through and facing at this, at this moment, at this time. And you will find, not, nah, just go to him. Keep going to him. God don't mind we go to him. 24-7, knocking on his door and keep asking him. Keep seeking his face. It said and it will be open. That door, that same door that you believe in God for, it's going to be open unto you. So trust him. Put your faith to work. Faith without works is dead. If you don't put your faith to work, then your faith is nothing. But if you put your faith to work, it's not going to die in you. It's going to grow taller. It's going to grow wider. It's going to grow farther than you will ever can imagine. That where the faith that God is placing you can take you and lead you and guide you on that path. It's not our will. But let it be His will be done in our lives. Now I want to encourage you. I want to motivate you and inspire you and encourage you. No matter what you're going through and no matter what you're facing, no matter what's, what's on, the things that's upon your heart, you can do this. Don't give up on God because God will never give up on you. He cares for you and he cares about the things that is on the thing those, those same things that's upon your heart. Trust him enough to know that everything's going to be all right. 
that everything's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. Don't let that fear stop you from being what God said that you can be. And the things that God said that you can do. Be encouraged. And know that you can do whatever God has placed on your heart and set upon your heart to do for him. All right, so be encouraged. Because whatever you're going through, just know that God knows. He sees and he knows. And he hears everything that's going on in your heart. He hears your voice worrying. He sees that worrying, that trouble that's going on in your mind. He sees that. He knows us. And he wants you to not to give up. He doesn't want you to give in. He wants you to keep going and keep pressing in. Keep trusting him. Keep standing on his word and on his promise for, you, for your life. For your marriage. For your miracles. And other things that you believe in him for. Keep trusting him. Keep relying on him. And put your faith to work. Now I don't want to end this podcast without not giving you a chance and opportunity to give your life to Christ. To give your heart and your life to Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and if you, if you die tonight, and you don't know if which eternity is of in eternity you're going to end up in with heaven gates or hell gates, Remember, God didn't create a hell for us. He created hell for the, for the devil and his workers. But God created heaven for you and I to be a part of. That's why he told his, his disciples, his apostles, them, that he have gone to prepare a place for us, which means the church. We, the church, we, the body of Christ. If Now, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I don't want you to die tonight without giving your life and giving your heart to, to Jesus. Let him be Lord over your life. Let him help you and teach you and show you the ways and, the, and whatever that, that you're going through and you're facing in your life. The other calling is for, for those who already know Jesus Christ, but they stepped away from him, step away from the things of him. And you have in your mind, you thinking of returning back to him, back to the things of him. And you're thinking to yourself, will God, will God ever take me back? Will God ever forgive me for turning my back against him and went my own way? 
I want to tell you one thing. Be encouraged. God is waiting for you. He's waiting for you to come back to him. He misses you. And he loves you. He never, he has never left you. Yes, you left him. But he never left you. He was always, was there with you, still helping you. Still speaking to you. Speaking to your heart. Even right now, I know he's speaking to your heart right now. He's bringing conviction to your heart. But just know he loves you. He appreciates and he loves you so much. So, I want you all to repeat this prayer after me. This is the prayer of salvation. Dear Jesus, I am sorry that I have lived my life without you. Please forgive me. I am a sinner and I need you to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe in you. You are the Son of God. I believe you died on a cross for me. You took my place on all the punishment that I deserved. I believe you died and were buried and on the third day you rose from the dead. I want to follow you and be your disciple. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have for me. I receive you now, Jesus, into my life and I give all myself to you. Take me just the way I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit and teach me everything I need to know. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now if you have said that prayer for the first time, welcome into the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God. And if you have said that prayer and you give your heart back to Christ, I also want to say to you also, welcome back home. God loves you and he truly misses you. And he's always will be there for you. No matter what. Remember one thing. Remember the the, the son in the Bible where he left his, his father went his own way. And then he came back home. When he finally realized he came back home, he asked his father, to, would he be able to forgive him? That he have a sin, not against, not just sin against his father, but he sinned against, against his savior. And how his father wrapped his arms around him, gave him the best, things that he can offer his own son. His father never, his father have forgiven him. And his father 
had never stopped loving on him. Yes, he knew his son was going to go his own way and do his own thing. But his son realized while he was out there that he needed some something more. He needed he needed Jesus. And he wanted to come back. He finally came back home. Remember his his brothers, they were jealous about of him because his dad uh, told his servants to give his son the same son that returned back home the best sandals, the best shoes, the best everything. Bring him this, bring him that. He the son didn't realize how much his father had loved him. But the son didn't know that Jesus, that his master, his savior, was always there with him. Even though he went his way, God was still, God has missed him. And God has already have forgiven him for turning his back away from him, from turning away and went his own way. And I just want to say, command you that what you just did, saying this, the prayer of salvation, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. Don't ever let the enemy tell you that what you just prayed did not going to mean anything. It means a lot. It means so much to God. Heaven right now, the angels in heaven is rejoicing because you have said yes to Jesus, that you have returned back home to your Savior. One day, when we stand before Jesus, before our Savior, one day he will say to you and I, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you so much for being obedient and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart this evening with this message. on why God wants us to pray and trust Him. If you on a 21-day fast for your church, you can do this. Pray like you've never prayed before. Get in your Word and read your word, the Word of God like never before. Go back to this this message. Go back to last week's message that talk, that we talked where we talked about faith last week. And this week we're talking about prayer and trusting God. And go over these scriptures that I've 
God has laid on my heart to give to you. And just trust him. Trust him with your life. Trust him. No matter how you feel, just trust him. No matter what you're going through, just trust him. And let him be the Lord over your life, the King and Kings and the Lord of Lords. Be your Savior in your life. Now, I just want to say good night to y'all. Have a nice night. Have a nice weekend. Enjoy your church service this Sunday. When you sit up under the Word of God, under your senior pastor. Remember what I've been telling y'all? Let the faith that's in you be stirred up. When you're listening to the Word of God, when you listen to your this Sunday's message from your from your senior pastor, senior minister. Receive that message with faith. Let faith work in you. Let that faith do something and go before you and help you along that way and that path. God is our hope. He is our shield and protector. He's our source that we shall be able to allow to go through and go to and trust. God loves you. And I love you as well in Christ. You're loved by your creator. You're loved by your heavenly father. And no matter what you're going through, just know that God knows about it, but yet trust Him enough to go in prayer. Believe on His promise. Believe in His word. Stand on His promise. Stand on His word. And know that what God said that He would do, that He would do it for you. Good night, everyone.